You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, episode number 409. It is the 409th convening of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, where we help you win your leagues and win that Cash, you know what it is. We got a good show for you, okay? We got a lot of stuff. Thank you, by the way, Ben. Thank you, brother man. You know, I'm going with a little, I don't even know what the name of this color is, but you know, I'm trying to do it. Um, So we got a big show for you tonight. Danny says it's pink. Sure, I'll go with that. You know, pink is the new black I hear. But in any event, we got a good show for you. What we're going to do is what we usually do on a Thursday. I've got DFS leans for you. I've got home dogs that I like and some that are fugazis for week seven. We will talk about Thursday. Thursday night football, Denver and Kansas City. It is very, very interesting to me. Now, last year, Patty Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs put up one of their worst offensive performances of the season in Denver. And Patty Mahomes is not the same Patty Mahomes. I've been talking about it for weeks. A lot of people are out there. That is the poll question we have up tonight as well. What is the impact of Mahomes' ankle being less than 100%, guys? Will it matter in this game tonight against the Denver Broncos? Your options are, nah, he's fine. He'll still be like a video game MVP. He'll be good, but not great. Are you concerned for Mahomes or are you concerned with the Kansas City Chiefs? Honestly, that Chiefs-Broncos game last year, there were two like Patty Mahomes kind of roll out ridiculous plays that helped him. That's the exact thing. He ain't going to happen today. So, uh... We'll talk about my leans and plays for that game a little bit later on. Also, listen, we are at the point of the season in the NFL where the trade deadline is coming up. And unlike, say, basketball or baseball, trading in the NFL is not as big. But boy, did we have one earlier this week since the last convening of the cipher. First, the Rams sent Marcus Peters to the Ravens, right? And I was like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Akeem Tlaib was just sent to IR. They need secondary. Well, then about an hour or two later, we found out as they traded their 2020 first-round pick, their 2021 first-round pick, and a fourth to the Jacksonville Jaguars for Jalen Ramsey. So he gets his way out of Jacksonville. Remember now, players are doing this, and they are, I don't know if it's being rewarded, but they're getting their wish. Jalen Ramsey is now not in Jacksonville anymore, is with the Rams. The question is, will they pay him? I don't know. Will he play offensive line? Probably not. Will he play quarterback and throw it to his teammates? Probably not. I don't know what the Rams are doing, all right? 
Yeah, Jalen Ramsey's a great player. Yeah, he'll help their pass defense now. But as I've said with the Rams, the Goff contract is an albatross around their neck at this point. The Gurley contract is an albatross across their neck at this point. They spent money on Donald. They spent money on Wentworth. And they're not going to have to spend money and reset the cornerback market for Jalen Ramsey. Otherwise, he's out. And to do so, you've given up the assets you might need to try to restock. If this is definitely an all-in move by the Rams, the only problem is I don't think they're good enough that all they needed was the cherry on top. I've been fading them all season long. I think this is a bad move for the Rams. If you were another team that needed secondary help and it was the cherry on top, I would have been all about it. Like the Philadelphia Eagles. Or like the Kansas City Chiefs. But for the Rams, I think they're too far away. I think, honestly, they're the third best team in their own division. Now, it's great if they win the Super Bowl, but they're shoving all in, and I think they're doing it with middle pair instead of the nut flush. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know about that. But listen, the Rams are not the only ones, okay? Trent Williams is now back in the news, the Washington offensive lineman. And, you know, he's adding Browns players on Instagram. And Dorsey has acknowledged that he has, in fact, talked to Bruce Allen, the GM of Washington. I don't know if it's going to happen. Keep an eye out on that. Miami is saying that Kenyon Drake can be had for a draft pick. Watch that, okay? The trade deadline is in about a week and a half. You're going to start to hear this buzz. I'll tell you where I think the biggest one is. What do the Panthers do with Cam Newton? You know, because listen, on the poll last week, y'all had Kyle Allen, two-thirds of you, thinking he should be the starter, right? You think Cam is going to be okay being the backup? You think it'll be good for the people in that building if that's the case? I don't know. Keep an eye on some of these things. Also, injuries continue. I say it all the time. You watch for the way they're trending. You look if they were... Whatever they were on Wednesday, see if they get a limited piece of practice in, DNP. Look at the way it is trending. You got to look at it for guys like Alvin Kamara with the high ankle sprain. He's limited, but they've elevated players from the practice squad. They signed Zach Zenner. That's them telling you they don't know if Kamara is going to be ready. That's the big one. Tyrell Williams didn't practice. Devontae Adams. Uh, Sammy Watkins is out for tonight. Hollywood Brown in Baltimore is a name to watch. Kristen Kirk still rehabbing. There is optimism, though, that Mitchell Trubisky will come back and play this week for the Bears against the New Orleans Saints. Oh, and by the way, with Jalen Ramsey, remember how he was uh, had a back issue? Oh, yeah, that was magically healed. So he's all right. Well, that's nice. On the way back, on the other side of the break, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the home dogs. We're going to look at DFS leans. And we got some... Got some good stuff from the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Episode 409. You can hit me up a little bit later as well. Hit the poll. Hit Patreon at Spittin' Speeds. Come on back. You heard? Dilly dilly to the crew. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This guy can be down with the stats over beat Cypher. Get up. It's the ALCS, people. I don't understand it either, man. And I don't understand the people laughing at him. I'm with homeboy. That's right. You go to this building. He's sitting in a nice seat. He spent hundreds of dollars there, okay? He's doing that to cheer on his team. Look at these other... Uh, Ticketmaster corporate wannabe fans in front laughing like he's the fault. That's the kind of guy I want 55,000 of in the Bronx Zoo tonight in about an hour where the Yankees go ahead and try and tie this series up at two. We'll see if Tanaka-san can do it. Hey, Tanaka-san, gambate. Use that wa, baby. That's what it is. Wa, by the way, is the life force and clutch in Japanese, okay? Two great books if you're a real big baseball fan. There is um, You Gotta Have Wa and The Samurai Way of Baseball. If you're a big baseball fan, I definitely encourage you to read that. I got some questions in the chat room as we go back to football where because football is king despite the fact that we're going to all rise tonight. Um, Dangs is in uh, the chat room. He asked me a question. You asked me two out of the three. It's not Lazard. This Green Bay Packers wide receiver. Everybody is on. And yes, I know D. Adams is still out. I know Allison has a concussion. I know MVS hasn't done it. But like, 
I don't, I'm not going to cast my lot with this random wide receiver five that happens to be getting a play when you have two other options. So for me, Dang's Lazard is the one without the chair when the music stops. Ben asked me about a question, and it was like two, it was a running back and a wide out for two wide outs. So the question is, Ben, do you need that running back? If you do, go ahead and do the deal. I'm all right with that. Uh, Henry, my man Henry Henderson, real deal. Stats over beat Cypher. What's up to Jennifer as well? Um, you're right. Brock Osweiler, he got that cash. Remember, he was a $72 million deal. I, I'll take that, you know, to walk away after seven years. Brock Osweiler announcing his retirement from the NFL this week. Hey, Perry Ying, uh, James White is my choice there, okay? I agree with Liberty Finder. Lazard is a fugazi, someone you need to forget about. Um, but James White would be my answer for you, Perry Ying. And Fernando Dimas, the two that I'm taking there are Tevin Coleman and Melvin Gordon. You're damn right, Liberty Finder. Give me $72 million and I'm out. You know what I'm saying? But in any event. All right, let's get into it because as we go into week seven, you know what we do here is we talk about the home dogs. And there are five of them this week. One of them is happening, you know, in about half an hour. So I'll save that one for later because the Denver Broncos are getting three as home dogs at home on Thursday night football against Kansas City. We'll do that towards the end. I got a lean. I got a play. I got some prop bets. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals are plus three at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Listen, I am not betting Cincinnati. I've told you all year long that I think Cincinnati will draft in the top three of the NFL draft. It's going to be Miami. Washington, and Cincy, in my opinion. I've told you about Ryan Finley and all that stuff. I am not betting Cincy. I don't care if I'm getting three points at home. This Jacksonville defense will put pressure. Andy Dalton was sacked like eight times in his last time out. I think the pressure will be there. I don't see how Cincy puts up much up against Jacksonville, so I'll take Jacksonville even laying the points on the road. Atlanta is getting three points at home against Los Angeles Rams. This is the one that's the hardest for me of these home dogs. I believe more in the Rams, but this is such kind of like a last chance saloon for both of these teams, right? The Rams hear all the noise. The Falcons hear all the noise. I, you know, the question is, will they rally for Dan Quinn, the Falcons? Will the, will the Rams' defense rally now that they have Jalen Ramsey? I'm not so sure. These are both teams, if you know, that I have been fading all year long. I, th- I was on Atlanta early. Then I realized that something was amok. The offensive line wasn't protected. And Matt Ryan and Goff are turning into these volume throwers, and that's not what I want. But the Rams are so banged up, in my opinion. You know, Tlaib on IR, Gurley still getting in limited work. <sighs> this is a tough one for me. I'll just take the three points because, you know, it is home. So I would take the three points on the home dog. The Rams right now traveling west to east. I don't think they're good enough to cover a road spread against anybody right now. I think the Rams are in a little bit of an issue. So give me Atlanta plus the three. I'll take the home dog there. Another one, the Washington football team is getting, call it nine and a half or ten points at home against San Francisco. Let me tell you something. I will lay the points and take the San Francisco 49ers, okay? This team looks like they are business workmanlike, gonna go and not be fall prey to the trap game. Here's the other thing you need to know. Kyle Shanahan's dad used to be in Washington and was unceremoniously dumped, Mike Shanahan, by this franchise, by the owner, Snyder. 
Kyle Shanahan is not going to let this one go by. He's got a little something for that Washington team. I think they're the far better team on paper. The only reason you'd be taking Washington is if you think it's a trap game, if you think, you know, San Fran is looking ahead. But the animosity between the Shanahan family and Dan Snyder and this Washington franchise, mostly because of what Mike Shanahan had to do and and how he was, how that ended. Um, I like San Francisco. I'll lay the points. To me, San Francisco gets it done and they run all over them. To me, this is something like 31-10, 28-13, something like that. I'll lay the 10 and be okay. And the last one is Monday Night Football. The Jets are now getting 10 at home against the New England Patriots. Listen, you know me, guys. You know I am a Jets fan. But I told you, this offense looks a lot different with Sam Darnold. C.J. Mosley coming back. And it's not like the Patriots with their O-line and who's catching balls. They, they, they've they been struggling more than I thought they should, even against the Giants. I think the Jets are a live dog. I don't think the Jets are going to win the game, but I do think they're a live dog. So I will, in fact, say take the Jets plus the 10 points. That's what we do with our home dogs here. Another thing that we do on Thursdays is hashtag Game of Inches. Now, my man Perry Ng, who I told him to start James White, um... He's the leader in the clubhouse, and that's going to be a tough one to beat, all right, because he lost by .04 on the last play of the game, a meaningless sack by the Chicago defense on Monday Night Football a few weeks back. But I've got not one, not two, but three nominees here that I think are progressively interesting. The first one, Danny, can we go to Derek Davis, please? Can we put up Derek Davis? All right. Derek Davis, Team Davis, lost by two points. All right, he lost by two points, and you'll see that he had a zero from Will Disley, so that kind of sucks, you know? Um, And then what else? What else do you think is, like, the main things here, Danny? I got to go check and see what Danny Davis said, but, um, excuse me, Derek Davis. But, you know, that's not bad, Danny. What do you think about that one, Game of Inches? Uh... I don't know. Perry Perry Ying is is obviously still the leaderboard, right? Yeah, I mean, Derek Davis, he listen, he had um on Monday night, it looks like he had Carry on Johnson and Aaron Jones. And you know Aaron Jones fumbled. Aaron Jones dropped what was an obvious touchdown in the end zone in that Monday night football game. So I can see how there are a couple of plays that should have happened that should have given him the win. But I agree with you, right, Danny? Not as strong as the leader in the clubhouse, Perry Ying, right? Right. All right, fair enough, fair enough. But, yo, Derek, sorry, man. Hopefully we uh, you get it back next time. You have a game of Mitch's on the good side for you, all right? Let's now go also, uh, Danny, to... Can you go to TKO your bro? TKO your bro. All right, now this is a close one, Danny. Look, Danny, TKO your bro lost by point... What is that? Point two eight, Danny. Damn. That's pretty bad. Yeah. And note... That he had Kenny Galladay going on Monday night. Now, Kenny Galladay had opportunities as well, so just didn't get it done. You know what I'm saying? Pretty close. Maybe better than the Derek Davis one, but still not up against Perry Yang, right? Right, right. I, I definitely, he, we, we should keep him in as a contender. Definitely not as, as okay. strong as Perry Ying. But Interesting. I'm, I'm willing to, to keep him in the, in, as of right now in the top three. You're willing to keep him as a contender. TKO, you bro. All right, well, check this out. We're going to go to break, all right, because we got to pay some bills. You know, everybody's got to get that cash, right? But when we come back, we're going to do DFS plays. And I got to tell you something, Danny. I got a third Game of Inches nominee. 
that I think could be a serious contender, okay? So we'll talk about that. We'll do DFS plays as well. We'll answer your questions from the Stats Overbeat Cypher, episode 409 of the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's win our leagues and win that cash. Come on right back. Dilly dilly to the crew. season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Welcome back to Fantasy Freestyle. Episode number 409. Although, Danny, I got to tell you, brother man, on YouTube it still looks like it's Game Time Decisions, episode 146. I want to make sure we, uh, you know, we got episode 409 in the building. We got to keep track because, listen, that means Monday's show will be 410 in episode in week eight, right? And then week nine, 
9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So it looks like Monday of week 13 is going to be the episode of Fantasy Freestyle that everybody's been waiting for. And we got to have the number numerical count keep on going. So we'll keep track of that. But I also got to let people know, listen, if you want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire, dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Complete Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in the NBA for DFS. Lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right there, Danny. So check it out. I gave you two Game of Inches uh, submissions. And I thought they were all right. I didn't think they were up against Perry Ying. Danny, I have a third. And I got to tell you, Danny, because for me, you know, the Perry Ying one, right? Like, it was a meaningless play in the game. And we could look to one play at the very end of Monday Night Football that changed it. You know what I mean, Danny? Like, some of these other ones, it's like, ah, this guy didn't get enough from me on Monday night. I get that. But, like, when you can literally point to one specific play, it kind of carries more weight. Right, Danny? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I got one for you. I got one for you, Danny. Um, And first of all, before you put it up, Danny, do you remember, like, on Monday Night Football, I don't know if you were watching the end of the game because, like, you had already got dump trucked by Jilly Dilly. So maybe you weren't watching. Yeah. But (laughs) at the end of the game, Jamal Williams, the back for Green Bay, He was running and the Lions were like letting him go in to score a touchdown because they wanted the ball back and it would have put them up like five and then the Lions would have had a chance with about a minute left. Instead, what Jamal Williams did smartly was decide to not score and he literally sat down on the two yard line. Okay, and then the Packers ran out the clock and kicked a Mason Crosby field goal as time expired. So they won 23-22. They won by one. Instead of like scoring and could have won 27-22, but given the Lions the ball back and maybe the Lions came back and they would have lost. So it was the smart football play, Danny, for Jamal Williams to not score the touchdown, sit on down, and have Mason Crosby kick a game-winning, very short field goal at the end of the game. Okay, Danny? Okay. All right. So like, that's a tough play. That's a smart, heady play to make for the real football team. It doesn't always help the fantasy team. Put it up, Danny. We got Zach. And Zach did so much to even highlight the things, right? So uh, Zach lost, first of all. He lost by seven-tenths of a point. Now, on the left side, you see that he had on Johnson. Okay, fine. You know, on had a game, 14.1. Maybe could have gotten some more. But, Danny, he was facing Mason Crosby, who was the kicker for Green Bay. <laughs> if Jamal Williams goes in like he should and that's a touchdown, then Mason Crosby's kicking an extra point, not a field goal. And instead of the opponent, Team Dozer box score, getting three points for the kicker there, they would get one point, a difference of two points because of the last play, a smart decision. That two-point difference was the difference between Zach winning or losing this week. An extra point out of Crosby would have given, uh, you know, Galvin Goff in the woods the W because they had to play heady and smart and opted to run the clock down and have a game-winning field goal as time expired. Mason Crosby hits it. That's what causes the loss. Hashtag game of inches, Danny. What do you say? 
Holy crap. That, yeah, it is a bad one, yeah, right? That's, that's this is a bad one. Yeah. I believe, like right now, I believe this is the silver medal for the season, Danny. What do you think? I am definitely willing to to say that, yes. Yeah. I mean, the Perry Ying one is really bad, but this one is really bad too because here's the difference, Danny. The Perry Ying one, it was just a play, right? He got sacked, and you're like, oh, man, and it was the last play, and it sucks. But for this one for Zach, when Jamal Williams sits down and they're running out the clock, you see it happening, Danny. You know what's about to happen. You know what I mean? It's like a slow death. You're like, oh, my God. They're going to kick a field goal to win. And you're staring at the score and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose because of this. You know, and so you had a minute to process it with this one and be like, oh, snap, this is going to be a game of inches. With the other one with Perry Ying, it was just like a sack, you know, and you're like, oh, snap, they got us. Oh, wait, I lost now. Damn, that sucks. Right. But this one could be extremely painful because you saw it happening. It's like dying a slow death. You know what I mean, Danny? Absolutely. So what, what do you think is worse? Between this and Perry Ying, yeah, that's really tough. I I I will say I I think Perry Ying is still on top, but this is the closest so far. All right, so these are definitely our two right now. I'm gonna keep Perry Ying right there in the in the leaders spot, but this one from Zach, man, great game of inches. We hope that uh you know it evens out and you get a good win coming back on the other side. These are our two biggest finalists so far. If you like game of inches or if you have a game of inches and you can you know if you think you're at the level of this hit me up at spit and speed send it to me on patreon you can always send it to me and remember on patreon guaranteed responses to your questions extra picks stuff like that we have some fun there with stats overbeat cypher all right danny dfs time let's make a little bit of k-ish you know what i'm saying danny all right um i tell you as i teach you how to fish that I look at the totals, and there is one game that sticks out like a sore thumb to me this week with a 54.5 total, and it's the Rams and the Falcons indoors in Atlanta on the turf. 54.5, I think you got to acknowledge there will be points scored in this one. Both Matt Ryan and Jared Goff have turned into these kind of volume throwers that I'm talking about that aren't necessarily good for the real team, but are good for fantasy and DFS production. So with that being said, give me Matt Ryan as my DFS quarterback this week at 7,900. I will take Matt Ryan. Look at what Matt Ryan has done so far this year. He is second in the NFL in passing yards, okay, with over 2,000. First in touchdowns, right? First in completions. First in attempts, okay? He is throwing, and this Rams-Falcons game, I think, is going to be a shootout. Uh, And listen, last week, 356 yards, four touchdowns. Week before that, 330 and three. The week before that, 390. He hasn't thrown for less than 304 yards at all this season. And the Falcons are, you know, have like one win. So give me Matt Ryan. That's who I'm going with. I can understand some others. If you want to take the other side of it and go Goff, I'm okay with it. He's 7,800. I like Ryan better. Mitchell Trubisky coming back um, at only 6,800 against New Orleans. You know, if you want to take a shot, I'm decent with that. But if you want to take a shot with someone a little bit cheaper, I will go back to the Kirk Cousins well. I have told you about, I said two weeks ago, this Minnesota pass offense was going to start getting sparked. And that's what happens. It's going to get sparked like Jeremy McMahon. You know what I'm saying, Pa? All right. Um, 
I like Cousins at 7,300 against Detroit as well. I think they'll be forced to leverage the passing game. Snacks Harrison there in the middle. But my quarterback that I'm riding with is Matt Ryan this week at 7,900. They all need to step up there. It's like the drama bowl. You know what I mean? So we'll see about that. At running back, listen, I am going to be heavy on this game. Okay, I'm going to be heavy on this Atlanta and uh, the Rams game. So if I have Ryan, check this out. I'm going to stack it up, but I'm not going to Julio Jones because of Jalen Ramsey and all this stuff. Julio Jones is going to be very high-owned. Ridley will be high-owned. Sanu, you know, those guys. So I'm going to stack this game, but I'm going to take Ryan at 7,900. I'm going to take Austin Hooper as my tight end at 6,600. I like Hooper a lot. Hooper's performing as like a top three tight end in the NFL these days because of the production, the opportunity, the target. So I like that. And I'm going to put Devontae Freeman in at 6,400. You know I've been on Devontae Freeman. He is now bigger in the past game, okay? Devontae Freeman... In the last two games, look at his game log, guys. Last week against Arizona, 30 receiving yards, two touchdowns. The week before that against Houston, he caught five for 40 and got in the end zone. The week before that against Tennessee, he caught eight balls for 72 yards. So I don't care if he ain't running the ball. The production is there in the passing game. I'm okay with Devontae Freeman. I like David Johnson again against this Giants defense. That is a good matchup at only 7,400. I also think he'll be low-owned because of the um, of the injury risk, right? But another running back I really like, and he's cheap, Derrick Henry, guys. I know we're off Tennessee because it's Tannehill and all that, but at only 6,500, I like Derrick Henry. Why? Because the Chargers can't stop the run. We've seen this over the last few games. We know how Tennessee wants to play. I like Derrick Henry as a running back this week at only 6,500 for DFS. Streaming defenses, I think you got to go Jacksonville versus Cincy. I think you got to go San Francisco versus Washington. Those, listen, you got strong defenses and offenses that you want to fade. That's pretty much like the perfect storm, you know, when it comes to that. When it comes to wide receivers, I'm back on this game. I'm going to have a heavy Falcons-Rams stack on this game. When we're doing Fantasy Freestyle on Monday, episode 410, if that Rams-Falcons game was like, you know, 37-33, you're going to be talking to a man who just cashed in DFS, okay? That's what I'm riding. I got Ridley is a fine play. Cooper Cup at 7,800 coming back on the other end. And I got to tell you about a wide receiver that I really like at only 6,200 because his targets have been there and I expect positive regression on the touchdown side. I'll tell you the wide receiver I'm talking about and then we'll talk about Thursday Night Football. And I have some other, we got to give props to a member of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, and I know you're going to all love to do so. When we come back, I give you this wide receiver. We talk Thursday night football. We take your calls. We'll open the phone lines, and we salute a member of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Come on back. It's Fantasy Freestyle, you heard? DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. 
And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Onyx, yo, let the boys be boys. Did you know that Onyx was actually like a weird R&B group before they decided to toughen up their image? But I digress. All right, I was giving you some DFS plays. We were on one last wide receiver that I really like. All right, listen, in the last two weeks, this guy has gotten 13 and 10 targets. All right, I like that. This is about targets, not touchdowns a lot of times, okay? This is a guy who scored, however... 10 touchdowns last year and has zero so far this year. I like the fact that he's gotten 23 targets over the last two games. I like the fact that he's got one of those volume-throwing quarterbacks. And I like the fact that although he had 10 touchdowns last year, he still hasn't scored one yet this week, this year. I like positive regression so far. I think it's coming. I think he gets into the end zone. I'm talking about big Mike Williams of the Chargers, and he's only 6,200, okay? They are finding Mike Williams as teams care more about, you know, the running game, Hunter Henry coming back. Um, Keenan Allen, of course, Big Mike has done work over the last couple of weeks, and I think at 6,200, he is absolutely viable. I had some questions in the chat room. Snorkel Ops is asking me about the Jags defense being like, even without Ramsey? Yes, and I'll tell you why. It's a sacks play, 
snorkel ops, okay? I know the Jags' defense can still put pressure on, and that Cincinnati O-line is blunt, guts, trash, uh, supporting Andy Dalton. So, yes, snorkel ops, still the Jags, even without Ramsey. Greg is in the chat room, and he mentioned Josh Jacobs against Green Bay. I like that one, too. All right, I like that one a lot, Greg. We've seen this Green Bay run defense been had recently, and Jacobs is doing work um, off his best game and a bye. I like that play as well, Greg, so get him in that lineup. Big timer. Yeah, Danny Dimes is all good this week. I love Danny Dimes' matchup against Arizona, a team that's another potential back-and-forth kind of game, so I'm fine with Danny Dimes. I'm in a league where... um, my main quarterback is on bye, and I am, in fact, starting Danny Dimes this week against Arizona. And Terry, um, in your choice, I go Philip Lindsay. All right, and we'll talk about why and how I like I like both Denver Broncos running backs today because, uh, you know, it seems like we can run against Kansas City. I'll tell you how I think that one's going to go. But first, Danny... You know, the stats over beat Cypher is what it is. It's an amazing thing. 409 times. I look at our uh, stats over beats league, Danny. And I see that this week you are playing the PayPal Steelers in a matchup of three and three teams, huh? Yeah. You feeling good about it? No, not really. Why not? Uh, I mean... I have some people that are still questionable. I have okay. some people that are hurting. I have some... All right. I have some things. You got some things? Okay. I got, I got Juju on by. Like, right. You know what I mean? I got some things. To I got to tell you, though, okay? John G to Tampa pick six, still 5-1 and one in first place. The den mother of the Stats Over Beats Cypher. My girl, everyone's girl, friendship bred for all. Jilly Dilly is in second. But Jilly Dilly, Danny, has a big-time matchup against the third-place team at 4-2, and two, the undisclosed location. And we give it up for Danny Lee, right? Because, you know, he named his team the undisclosed location. If you're a real deal Stats Overbeat Cypher fan and member, you remember we had Danny Skype in or call in from the undisclosed location with his boy Boom Boom Pow Pow and the whole crew. That was one of the, the highlights of the year for me, Danny. Wasn't it cool? Oh, absolutely. That was that was awesome. That was awesome. Okay, that was absolutely awesome. Danny Lee from the undisclosed location and put it up, Danny. Danny Lee hit me up. And look, he got a commendation medal from the Air Force because of his duty that he did. I want you, I don't know if you can see, but there's like that little blurb underneath where it says accomplishments. I don't know if you guys can see it, but literally in the third line, it says, from an undisclosed location, Danny. (laughs) So I think that was cool. Um, Obviously, you can take that off, Danny. We give our props, we give our love, we give our shout-out to Danny Lee, the undisclosed location, his entire like battalion or squad that was there that day, and we know you're doing big work. I also, by the way, Danny, saw that the mission that was cited in that thing, he said it was in Operation Inherent Resolve. So I know Danny Lee's not supposed to say where he was in the undisclosed location, but I used the Google machine. And I found out that Operation Inherent Resolve, Danny, was uh, mostly in Iraq and Syria. 
over the last few years. Good boy. Yeah. So let's put it this way. These dudes were not like on vacation, okay? They were in some of the hardest places to be in some of the deepest fights. And I know that they were doing some other firefighter work, protecting facilities and things like that. But Danny Lee, my man from the Stats Over Beat Cypher, I hope your daughter is bouncing. I hope you get a, you know, you do work with Jilly Dilly. But I just want to tip my cap, brother man, because I, and I would love to hear from you. You know, I don't want to get into Stable Genius Vocal Minority too much because we got Thursday Night Football. But when you see what's happening now, um, I would love to hear your thoughts at some point, Danny. I really would. I'd love to hear your thoughts on maybe if you fought with some of those Kurds, if you if you know some of those Kurds and what you think about, you know, some of the military moves that are happening right now, because it sounds like you were there in it, brother, man. So we tip our cap. We say dilly dilly. We raise it up and give props, of course, to our guy, Danny Lee, Stats Over Beats Cypher, getting medals, getting medals and recognition from our armed forces, Air Force Danny Lee. That's good stuff, right, Danny? Absolutely. That's yeah. great. Absolutely. So we give, we give, we give. Uh, Wait, I have something for him. What you got? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I know what you're gonna do. Hey, get your daughter ready to bounce. There we go. Danny, you better take this off in like a little bit, though. All right, you gotta take this off in a little bit. There it is. I hope his daughter is dancing a little bit. Hey, all right, take it off, Danny. All right, uh, mad respect, of course, everybody in the Stats Over Beats Cypher, you know, thanking Danny Lee for his service. Anytime, brother man, that's why he's in the first ever Stats Over Beats League. But let's go to Thursday night football, all right? What I'm staring at right now is Kansas City at Denver. Denver getting three points at home, and I see the total. It's been moving, 48 and a half, 49, something like that. Let me tell you something. The reason I asked this at the top of the show with my uh, poll you know, about Patty Mahomes. And right now, by the way, 33% of you say he'll be fine. He'll still be like the MVP. 30% say he'll be good, not great. 21% say you're concerned for Patty Mahomes. And 15, 16% say you're concerned for the Chiefs. And here's the thing for this game. What do I always say, people? The home team on Thursday Night Football. I say the home dogs all the time. I say style makes fight all the time. And I think this is a bad matchup right now on short rest on the road with a compromised Patrick Mahomes at Denver. I just think it's a bad matchup because it's not only Patty Mahomes' ankle. The Chiefs starting left tackle and starting left guard are going to be out. That's a problem. If you can find a Von Miller sack prop, do it right now. The left side of that line is banged up and won't be playing. I'm worried about Patty Mahomes. I think he's compromised. For me, it's like, yo, are they going to roll up on his ankle in the first quarter? Or are they going to roll up on his ankle midway through the third? If it's the first quarter and he's compromised, he ain't making those plays that are crazy that wound up being the only reason they beat Denver at Denver last year. All right? And then here's the other part that gives me concern about the Chiefs tonight. We saw two weeks ago the Indianapolis Colts Run the ball against them. Marlon Mack, over 100 yards, looked really good. Last week, we saw the Houston Texans run the ball against Kansas City. Carlos Hyde, over 100 and a touchdown. The Denver Broncos are not equipped. They don't want to try and throw the ball to beat you. Joe Flacco is a game manager. This is a defensive and running game managed kind of team right now. 
I think that style and what they want to do with Vic Fangio kind of like getting that defense rounded into form. You've seen more out of Lindsey and Royce Freeman, right? I think this is a bad matchup for Kansas City. I think the Broncos are going to want to punch him in the mouth, run the ball, right? And then I think they can, I think they give Pat Mahomes some trouble, especially a compromised Patty Mahomes. So if I can get three points at home with Denver, that's my lean on this one. All right. I will lean. It's not a strong play. I will lean Denver plus the three. What is my play on this game? is the under. I like the under on this game. I got it at like 49. Denver is not trying to score points a lot anyway. You know, they don't put up video game numbers. And I think their defense is good enough to stifle Patty Mahomes, especially an 80% or 70%, who knows, of Patty Mahomes. I think the familiarity, we always say there's a bad product on Thursday night football. I don't see how both of these teams get into the high 20s. All right, I know Kansas City usually can, but bad defense, I mean, facing a good defense with the O-line compromised, with Patty Mahomes compromised, still no Sammy Watkins. I don't know if they hold up to their end of the bargain, and I don't think the Broncos are an explosive offense. I like the under if you get it at 49 or something like that. Prop bets-wise, though, I told you, if you can find Von Miller getting a sack, do it, brother man or brother lady, whoever you are. All right, but what I'll do is... I'm on these Royce Freeman props, okay? I like Royce Freeman today because in style makes fight, I think they're going to run the ball, okay? So Royce Freeman, 53 rushing yards, I'll take that over. Royce Freeman, 22 and a half receiving yards, I'll take that over too. I like the Freeman ones better than the Lindsey ones because I think everyone's on Lindsey. They think Freeman's the B-side, but I think he's been growing in opportunity. And staying with them, because you could also throw against this deep... Chiefs defense. I like Cortland Sutton. I think Cortland Sutton is ascending as the main threat in the passing game there in Denver. You can throw against Kansas City as well. And his prop bet is at 67 and a half yards. I'll take the over on Sutton. I like some of these overs on Royce Freeman as well. Um, I'll give you some bonus props here because I got to all rise. My Yankees are about to get it going as well. It's blowing 15 miles an hour out to right out to the short porch in right, okay? I'm going to take the left hand, and also Grenke and Tanaka, they're both the kind of guys that give up those solo home runs, okay? I'm going to take the left-handed batters of the New York Yankees, shooting for that right field porch, that short porch in right, and I see Didi Gregorius and Brett Gardner, both in the lineup, their home run prop. Didi is plus 340, you saw what he tried to do. He tried to yank it out last game, right, in a big spot. Just fell short, right? I believe there's a conspiracy with the baseballs, all that stuff. Just fell short. Brett Gardner is a leadoff man used most of his career. He had 28 home runs last year. I mean, this year. Okay? He knows how to in a big spot, and I think they may do that. I, I, I like Didi Gregorius and Brett Gardner. Throw a couple of, uh, you know, yen, pesos, shekels, whatever they are, on Didi and Brett to go yard. One, uh, Didi at plus 340. Brett Gardner at plus 270. Um, I am facing Roland Witt Mahomes um, in the Stats Over Beats League, and he's got, uh, clearly, Patty Mahomes going against me. So, Danny, I got Patty Mahomes in, like, four other leagues. What do we think is going to happen tonight with Mahomes? Are we, are we worried about his ankle? Is he going to make it through the game, Danny? I mean, good players play when they're hurt. Yep. So... Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to gut it out. 
And Sad Jay Cutler is right. Sutton gets seven targets every game, and he's a big play guy. He takes one to the house. I like Sutton today. Um, I like him in, in prop bets. Like I said, over 67 and a half yards. Thanks to Big Timer saying that I had a great show. You know what it is with the stats over beat Cypher for sure. I like them both. Raw John saying he likes Lindsay over Royce. Yeah, but, you know, the Lindsay numbers are a lot higher. I like Royce as well. I'll be here for the next hour with Gabe and the crew. Make it rain, of course. Listen, I'm out of town this weekend, so hit me up early with your questions. I'll do what I can. You know, vote on the poll at Spittin' Speeds at Patreon. I'll talk to y'all next hour tomorrow morning. Let's get that win. You know what it is. I'm out. Peace. season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL Access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This could be nine before it's all said and done. You know what I mean? It, it opened up yeah. at seven and a half. It's already a point. It's already moved up a full run to eight and a half. It, it could get to nine. And right. then you know what happens. Let's say you take the over in nine and all of a sudden we've got ourselves a pitching battle. You, right. You might be able to get a four and a half. You know what I mean? Okay. That kind of situation throughout the game. And then, you know, you'd get anywhere between four and nine. There's a nice right. middle for you in the total. 
depending on what uh, what happens. I don't. I think they're going to get overinflated on the total more than the wind report. Yeah, because of the I think that's the biggest thing, right? People are going to hear that. And even the public's going to hear that and go, well, pound the over. And then all of a sudden that number is going to keep pushing up because let's face it. If we know the wind report, so do the books. So that they've already baked it into the number when they came out with that. And already it's continues to be bet up. I think that's going to be nine before it's all said and done. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, one other way that I'm looking at this to try to capitalize, you know, I, I believe Grinky and Tanaka, even if they're on, they're mm-hmm. liable to give up that solo home run. And I know the Yankees have some left-handed batters who, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Brett Gardner hit 28 home runs this year. That's ridiculous. Right. You know, and and so what I'm looking at, Joe, is I might take a stab, Didi, to hit a home run. Plus 350 right now. Brett Gardner to hit a home run. Plus 280 right now. So I'm looking at individual batters, specifically lefties Mm -hmm. tonight with that wind blowing out. And maybe I could, you know, maybe I could pick a winner. Uh, And right now, the two Yankees lefties of Didi and Brett Gardner, because listen, maybe this is because I'm a Yankee fan, but I know both of them sometimes go for that with their swing and they look for it. Didi did it it a couple days ago and fell just short. I wonder. I wonder if they put that kind of swing on a ball and I'm looking at these Yankees lefties. Maybe I go as a prop bet, DD or Brett to go yard. It's interesting too. Uh, and a couple of the other notes that we've told you. And I, and I, I think that could very well happen here tonight because that you, and you know, as well as I do, they're not necessarily the best situational hitters in that Yankee lineup. Right. If they know that wind is fit and they know they're going to get a ball up. Oh man, they are going to be taking shots. They're going to get them up in the jet stream. That's right. <laughs> They are like going the to be too. You're going to see Aaron Judge with his Jetarian swing trying yes. to go to his judge's chambers. Yes, oh, you're exactly. going to see everybody doing it, but the lefties specifically, and there's only yes. two of them really as regulars in this lineup, and it's Didi and Brett Gardner. Um, yes. They sometimes, you know, they dig in, drop, and spin on it, and they are yep. taught to do that sometimes. Um, Joe, you know, you play baseball, right? You know, sometimes you guess, get it up. and you're like, get I'm going to pull this one. And yep. if you got the wind and the short porch, and if, if it's 1-1 in the sixth inning or something like mm-hmm. that, um, I, I... Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet.